Karma Cast. Do, do, ha- do, do. Happy, <laughs> happy holidays from the family for ah, Karma. Oh my gosh. Who's in the family Karma Cast? You and you <laughs> and you. <laughs> It's us like going to the audience and just pointing at everyone. Oh my gosh, just everyone. Oh, I would love that. Oh my gosh. Christmas is right around the corner if you're celebrating. Happy happy Hanukkah to those. Happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, happy holidays, happy happy unholidays, happy at all. Happy solstice. We're recording yeah. on the solstice. Oh my gosh, is the 21st the solstice? It is. Oh, so I didn't know that. that means today is the darkest day of the year. <laughs> That's, today's just like kind of a depressing day in Boulder. We're just going to go up from here, baby. Yeah. It so is. Of it course, is. we've had um, our first winter fire of the season, mm. um, which uh, luckily it was not near where Deanna lives thankfully but it was near where we're living and um we had an evacuation warning which was Mm. really annoying because it's like they're not telling you to leave but they're like you should be ready to leave like grab your grab your birth certificate oh my god like i don't even know i think my birth (laughs) certificate who knows where the fuck that is (laughs) but yeah like then you start to think about like what are the things I really need? Like what are the things that you would take with you? I I know well, you've packed a bag. Yeah, before. we pack. So I we have a folder with like passports. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, birth certificates, um, my computer, and then my animals and my dogs. Yeah. Oh, it's and really I packed like that. I was running down to my street. This is kind of I don't know if this is good or not. When we were evacuating, <laughs> I had my bottle of Xanax and I was like, Does anyone need some? And everyone like everyone looked at me like I don't know. Like I guess I'm like sh- spread the wealth, you know what I mean? And I feel like people looked at me like I was unwell. And I was like, oh. I feel like I'm the most well right now. I just took one and I'm yeah. offering them out because people were panicking, you know? Oh, no. I mean, yeah. I think that oftentimes people hear the word Xanax. I think in like pop culture, like it's like, yeah. oh, I'm pop a Xanax. Like it's kind of like... And I'm not a pill popper, but I no, just like... I definitely not. have, you know, from my own PTSD, which I won't mm-hmm. get into, I definitely have a subscription so yeah a subscri- i want a, a prescription. subscription give me a prescription <laughs> and a subscription <laughs> i'll fill out the little postcard you know the one that falls oh out of like God. the the magazine yes yeah, a subscription just filling it out. <laughs> uh but like you know i i take it once in a while and i definitely take no, it's it like a real drug that people use oh to my manage. gosh i take it when i fly i yeah. told you my flying is i listen oh, to yes. i take one Listen to Lemonade and just go off to like La La Land. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. I think some people see it more as like a recreational drug than like yeah. actually people need it sometimes to calm the fuck down. Yeah. So. And I wasn't, I want to preface, I also wasn't driving out like my, my yeah. partner drove. But, yeah. you know, my, the thing that I did not like is I was on my Xanax and Andrew goes, well, I just kind of feel like videoing. And so, you know, should we stay back for a little bit? And I was like, no. You're like, no, now's the time. I'm ready to go now. (laughs) Now? (laughs) Um, The other thing that's happening in Boulder is we're going to have like the coldest temperatures in like 
I don't even know how long, but like literally they're canceling daycare, like school's already off for the holiday, but like things are closing because it's going to be so effing cold here. Like I think the high is like negative one or something. Um, so that's what we're dealing with here. We hope you all are happy yeah, and healthy. I just wish it was like there was snow, you know? I know. I want, in all the years I've lived in Boulder since, since I've returned after growing up here, so like six years, there, I've never had a white Christmas. Mm. It is something, there is something a little magical about that, right? Yeah. yeah. I feel like the only time I've had it is in New York. Yeah, where it's like reliably cold, more snowy <laughs> and humid. And I mean, it, it sounds magical. And then, you know, and 12 hours like, later, the brown snow, <laughs> the, the brown, brown snow, snow just stays until March. And then the worst is when it snows like on the 23rd. And then yeah. it's like disgusting by the 25th. Yeah. And then there's always that thing where you're going to work and you just are like, you're, you're OK, it's cold, but you step in that puddle. Oh, and then and you're your like, I can't foot go is home. soaked for the rest of the day. I can't go home right now. And so you just got to have to soldier on. And, and in New that- York, you always want to look like not totally junky. Like, and a lot of times, like, I mean, there's cute snow boots now. Let's, there are. There are. But like, sometimes it doesn't work with your outfit. You have to plan your whole outfit around your footwear. Yeah. Which is, it's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, I I just like I would always I always had the duck boots, you know the duck yes. boots, L Bean duck boots. Those were my winter. But did you uh, find? I feel like those things. My feet freeze in those. Oh things. yeah. Oh, I was definitely not. Yeah, it's not <laughs> I was a hundred percent not war- like toasty. <laughs> but your feet were dry. My feet were dry. Yes. And um, I wore a lot more, which is interesting. I wore so many tights. Like I, w- yes, I was ready I wore to tights brave. All the time. I was so much ready to brave. And I think we do pretty well in Colorado braving stuff, but it's not. Oh, yeah. It's not as cold as there. I mean, there was just so fucking biting. Like, yeah, you just kind of get used to that biting feeling, you know, of just Where like, you, OK, yeah, it's like in your bones type yeah. situation. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's why you, uh, you know. I don't know. I you just I I was used to it, and I, you were used to it, and yeah. And now I'm never going it. back. Now I just want to like move to Palm Springs. I know, I'm, I'm like, like I need to wake I up and see warmer. a palm tree. <laughs> yes, I am like constantly thinking of how do we up the warm. Oh my gosh, I want. Can we plan our next trip to Palm Springs? Please? Oh my gosh, Palm Springs. You know how I mean? How magical is Palm Springs? How magical? So magical. You know, a um, recommendation. I I've been starting to watch the Trixie Motel show on HBO. Oh, and it's I Trixie Motel from. She's from Drag Race, and okay. she opens a motel with her husband, okay, her partner David, and it's about them remodeling this historic hotel in palm so springs it's, and it's, oh that sounds it's really like my fun. jam and like um like i don't have hgtv or any of those things <gasps> i have hbo thanks to cousin mary gave me her so shout out to cousin mary and shout out yeah she gave we exchanged passwords she has something of mine and i have her hbo and um like orville peck's in it oh really yeah he he re, he helps remodel a room because they have a celebrity come and 
there's seven rooms and a celebrity helps out with each room. And can I just say Orville oh, Peck is so hot. Oh, really? <laughs> I Googled pics. Yeah, I was like, oh, what does he look like underneath that mask? Right. And he's really, really hot. So, okay. I'm just going to Google this really fast. And like to, to our listeners, if you're kind of a fan Wait, of kind I of can't, slow so country are there music. Ever pictures of him without this mask? There's like two. There's like two pictures online. Um, maybe I need to watch Trixie's motel. Yeah, hotel watch to it. see and him. He, <laughs> he has very confident hot guy energy too in it. And he's oh, in the yeah. Shania Twain documentary that I told you oh, about. Oh, he's in that too. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I watched, so speaking of HGTV, just before we get into the episode, I just have to say, if you need something light and you like HGTV, mm-hmm, and I know Chip I'm and listening. Joanna Gaines are like kind of cringe at this point for a okay. lot of people, including myself. Like there are the, I don't know how much you know, Deanna, but they're like the fixer upper people. You know, I see their faces at Target and yeah, that's Magnolia. one of those things where it's like <laughs> you're at a hotel for me and it's just like then they're they they, they scream vacation yes, yes, to me does yes. that make sense which is a good feeling that's right? fine i associate them with but then you know i heard their church oh yeah i'm pretty sure i disagree with like everything that yeah. they stand for in terms of like political and social issues but i do just love watching them redo a house you know, it doesn't yeah. get more relaxing for me than that. Do you know what's something and, I, I always think about with them when I see them? I want to yeah. see their fight behind closed doors. Exactly. Like, do you think you about know, like I want to see? I think about that all the time. I'm I like, see, there is like, darkness there. They. <laughs> I feel like there's annoyance, and I know it's like, oh, that's so oh, cute. Yeah. Like she gets annoyed with him because oh no, it's she's like actually this, like, mad. Gender role thing that like yeah. oh, it's cute because like the wife always gets annoyed with the husband because. Yeah, you know, he has all these ideas and I'm like, oh, I want to I want to see how they communicate off camera. Oh, I I here's my I'm so glad you brought this up. Thank you. So I think Chip is actually like a monster. Wow. <laughs> this is like some Tom. Like, is it Tom Sandoval? Which is the one? I always get him confused. I just I see him being a totally like misogynistic. Maybe like, Tom Schwartz. He throw yeah Tom Schwartz. Do you think he like puts like throws his fist down on the table? And he's like Joanna. Yeah. No, I think it's probably a little bit more insidious than that. I think he's probably like a Ralph gaslighting. Like, <laughs> like uh, been really like obsessed a, with an Ralph absent, lately. An the absent <sighs> husband, maybe like looking at pornography. I, th- I mean, I don't. I mean, know. everyone looks at pornography. Yeah, I'm not. Say, like, it's like probably. who cares? Like okay, <laughs> but I feel like they give the vibes off that they don't watch. Like she, like he doesn't watch pornography, and it's like yes. Oh no, he absolutely does. Okay, okay. Um, Joe, Joe's level of needing to control things. Like Joe- I think is Joe really Gorga? real. No, no, no. Joe, oh, Joanne. Okay. I was like, yes, Joe <laughs> Okay. I think that that is a very real thing with her. And I think it's... Wait, so she's controlling? She's very controlling. Okay. And I think she's very... I mean, look at her line. If you look at the way she designs things and like even her hearth and hand magnolia line and just okay. everything. It's very... It's all very controlled. And like, I think that that is probably... This is totally just me mouthing off, but like... No, go. I think it's it's an attempt for her to just have something stable in her life. 
Wow. I think she probably, I think like she really holds that whole situation together. I could see those two actually like literally living in separate parts of their house behind Which the scenes. Which we, I salute them. Do you think someone's yeah. thrown a- But a, like not a, because, not because it's a healthy thing to do. It's because they have, like they need to show, they need to have the facade that they're a happy family, but they secretly hate each other behind I the scenes. I just think, I just think like it's abnormal, not abnormal because that's not the right word. Yeah. I would never want to work with Andrew. I, we would get a divorce in a second. Like there's no, our relationship, yeah. I don't think would last. And I think it's kudos if you can do that and spend all uh, that time together. Could yeah. you imagine doing an appearance? Like I would just like, imagine wanting to kill Patrick and then oh, you have no. to do an appearance for a book signing to like how to like fucking like put together like some stupid farm door bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I would just like, I would, I, I really feel like I would be in my own hell. And the the fact that she can do that is, they can do I that mean, is incredible. I mean, the, the, here's the thing. These people are making millions of dollars. That's true. You could this. pay me enough. Actually, that's true. And yeah, you give me like, my Xanax and I'm. That's what I'm saying. It's like, we live in separate sides of our modern farmhouse and raise our five kids with all the help that we need. And we're fine, you know, like, yeah, because we have all the money we could ever need and want in life. That's what I think is going on. I, I mean, also, I just feel like, I don't know. Anyway, that's that said, like, however I feel about them as people or whatever, I love their content. And they have an they have an HBO special called Fixer they have Upper an HBO the one. Castle. They they have a castle, and it's like a it's like a six episode um, uh, series where they fix up this like old home that like kind of looks like a castle. Where and it's, like, is done, this? And they try to like make it look like an older like period home, which is kind of different from the aesthetic they usually do. I like it. So I. I I've kind of like Patrick and I just finished it and I swear it's like when turning that show on lately has just felt like eating like a delicious dessert yes. or something just like everything I need so if you need something where is the castle it's in Waco which is where they do all of their stuff that's huh. where they live and it looks like it's actually in a really shitty part of Waco and like I I wouldn't want to live there, but they did a really yeah. great job with the castle house. It looks. Are they going to live in it? No, they're going to sell it. Cause oh, so they just like oh, they bought they it just and flip then houses. Like, that's, that's all they do. Thing. Yeah, they're they're flippers. Oh, f- I don't know why I thought they remodeled for other people. Maybe that's just well, like no, I mean, maybe do. they have like tens so, of thousands of shows. I mean, I think that is so on Fixer Upper. They do remodel people's homes for them. Okay, I mean. Obviously, they get something out of it from the network and probably like, sure, I don't know how, but I think they got into that show because they flipped houses previously to. That. Oh, interesting. Yeah. OK. So like, I think that that's like their their resume that got them into Fixer Upper and now they've just taken over the world from there. Like, yeah. Um, and kudos. So popular. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't realize how popular like I, I don't know. Like, I guess I, I it always surprises me, like how popular, like when I get my nails done, the Food Network's on and it's oh, like, yeah. oh, th- th- like it's all these worlds, you know, like we're going yeah. into Harry Potter world. We're going into Bravo yes. world because yeah. it's like obviously what we talk about on this 
podcast is Bravo, you know, Bravo celebrities. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, yeah. you know, you and I would know if Austin walked down the street, you know, <laughs> I, but like, you know, Andrew, Andrew would because he's watched band, but but other people. And I feel like there's like these people on HGTV or like yeah. the Food Network where it's like I if I saw them you know, walking down the street, I might not know who they are. Yeah, no, no, totally. Because they're just, but they're so huge in their own element. I am an HGTV and Food Network person, and I've been watching more of it lately. Like in the middle of the night, I turn it on. Oh, I bet that's I'm, so comforting. When I'm breastfeeding, because um, it's so light and easy and like, but I, I prefer HGTV. It's my, it's, I just love watching houses like any of is that them. the one with the property brothers i don't like property brothers i have to okay. say i never understood that they show, were on but... trixie one of them was on trixie mattel oh okay yeah they go to the brady bunch I watched house one of theirs recently because that's what was on at 3 a.m okay and i want to know those better. two fighting behind closed doors <laughs> you know their community i bet i bet they're so rich maybe they don't care anymore but like i don't, I don't know i'd be care. Yeah, they're just and then one of them's like Zoe. Uh, what's her name? Zoe Deschanel. Yeah, yeah. Zoe, Zoe, yeah. Zoe, and she's say also Zoe in- because it's spelled with two O's. <laughs> right, right. Um, speaking of, okay, let's get into this episode. Speaking okay. of, actually, I like have real estate though. Oh, so I did the math <laughs> on the twenty-three million. Yeah, I did. I have it. I'm gonna pull it up. So it says How so. Much it's of a twenty a commission. Do they? So get? I I did like twenty-eight million times three percent, which is eight hundred forty thousand on that deal. If they're Holy getting three percent, wow. And if they're splitting it, even are I they mean, splitting it, or was she just? I I was like, is this whose property? What, I wonder how it, the breakdown is at the Parvani Group. You know. Yeah. No matter what it is, he's he's walking out with six figures from that deal. Yes, 100%. And then, you know, you tax it. But yeah, 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 yeah. But like, it's interesting because it's like one deal. I love the Pervani group. (laughs) Can I just say, (laughs) is the group just the two of them? Because it's like (laughs) you walked into the office and there's the secretary or the assistant and then there's two desks. I know. (laughs) I mean, I think it is. I'm sure they have some other people who work with them. Okay. Um. But yeah, like, isn't it wild to think about doing deals like that? Oh, just like, I know it takes a lot of time and effort, but basically you have someone sign a paper and you're like, I just made 840K. Oh my God. And that's why I'm like also fascinated with like Lopa. Like, okay, so Lopa's apartment is like, I am obsessed with that apartment. The condo. It looks like I'm obsessed. Oh my God. The balcony, the whole deal. Yeah, I saw a pink spoon that they were eating with and I think it was like a 30 two flavors spoon <laughs> and someone can like be like no I you know why you pick up something and you're like wait I've seen a pink seen plastic before. spoon yeah yeah no, and shout I out know. to 32 flavors we don't have them here but do I, we? this is a thing I see a lot though it's like really really rich people not eating with like real spoons and like real utensils or like uh plates well it's the whole thing with the kardashians did you hear about their salads did you hear about the salad thing that they used to do so they used to always so i forget if it was my hairstylist shout out to sarah yeah uh or cousin mary said that they they used to have these salads and they maybe still do but it was a thing where you get these salads and these plastic things and they'd order them mix it and you th- you'd mix it by shaking it, and they'd be eating them with like pl- they'd be eating like basically a to go salad, 
with, with a, a plastic, plastic spoon fork? and they're like multi-million dollar yeah plastic yeah, i'm fork. telling you it's a rich person thing i don't so know I, what it is i was like really <laughs> pondering this pink spoon and if someone wants to send us a picture because i was like maybe no, it's because like, you know what it is it's the convenience that's it's what like, i'm saying i'm I saying like so lopa Lopa auntie went out for Baskin Robbins <laughs> and was like, you know what? I have an extra spoon. I, I, I'm not here full time. I'm going to leave this here. You know, like how many of us, we get the extra chopsticks when we get sushi and we're like, we're just going to put it like, you know, in the silverware drawer with the silverware. Yeah. And then we get it out like, you know, at that one time and we, we need to get some- it out when we're being filmed by Bravo, you know, no problem. shout out to the <laughs> Baskin Robbins. <laughs> oh but God. that let's talk about that apartment, that apartment. Okay. If you and I stayed there for the weekend and I'm not inviting us, but like I, um, the view, the view. <gasps> when we go to Miami, I need I a view. I want to see that apartment. I want to see the view. And I want, I have so many questions about that get together. <laughs> okay. So let's, okay, should we start from the beginning? Let's start from the beginning. And I also have, I also just want to put it out there. I've been getting DMs and I'm wondering as well if Sean and Pooja are still together. Oh, oh, you want, well, put a pin in that. And you okay. know, okay, so we're seeing, uh, is it Kulpna Auntie? Yes. We're seeing her left, right, up, down, north, oh, south. she's all over. She's all over, like, you know, like, all over our show. And so yeah. I want to hear about that. Because yes, and she's in the show and they're not in the show. Yeah, I mean. Okay, so why do you know? What well, do their Instagrams okay. look like? I, I don't know anything, but someone DM'd me, I want to say like a month ago at this point. And they're I... like, people come to us in the DMs because they think we know everything. And you we know don't what? They say, know. meet us here. And they come <laughs> they come by with a hoodie and there's a mask over their face. And then they and just like, slide us. We got to know. <laughs> then they, they just leave the note and then they're off. So they're like, do you know what's up with Sean and Pooja? <gasps> like, Were you I like, what? I haven't seen them posting each other in a while. And I was like, like huh and I was like you know I I recall Pooja saying that like she wanted to like keep her social media presence low profile because she's a lawyer and like she doesn't want to put all her shit out there which is totally understandable um so then I noticed that like when I was tagging people in a post like the family karma people Mm. Her name like came up as something that I could choose and it was grayed out. Like I'm not allowed to tag her, which, okay, which corroborates okay. the like she doesn't want to be on social media, whatever. Yeah. But like so in September, Sean was posting all of these like throwback videos and pictures from to their, their wedding. wedding. Yeah, I remember and that. Pooja put up like one or two as well. So I was like, oh, all's good with them, right? They're not. Yeah, like- yeah. But since then, Pooja has maybe posted one photo of herself and Sean has not posted anything with her, but he's been posting quite a bit. It looks like he's been out and about and he's just been on a vacation with his family Okay. To Puerto Rico, I think. And, and she's not no there. No sign of Puja anywhere, which is a little weird to go on a vacation and not bring your wife. I mean, she has a proper job, too. True. Maybe, maybe, because he's also in real estate. So he has Isn't a more she a flexible lawyer? schedule. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's, in, yeah, yeah. And she, I mean, maybe she had court. Yeah. I don't know. The thing is, then I, I had like three or four other people DM me the same question. I was like, I don't know what's going on, but like, 
enough people have asked me about this at this point and something feels a little bit off. I don't know. It would be super tragic if, because they just got they've married been toge- in May. And they've been, it, I think it's very interesting when a couple's been together for a really long time or a extended period of time. Yeah. And after they get ma- the year after they get married is, I'm not saying they're separated. Apart. It just falls apart. Yeah, it happens. It, it happens does. a lot, actually. Um, so anyway, if anyone knows anything that they are willing to share with us, um, and maybe like they don't want this out there or whatever. Sure. I don't know, but there has been speculation. And so I'm just going to say that. But um, okay, so into the episode, we start with the end of the bachelor party. Where right. They, like they go to this place for dinner. And um, wait, before they went to the strip club, the strip club was last episode. No, no, they do show a little bit of it where like they show the okay, yeah, yeah. Nicholas I w- is like, I'm taking tequila shots off of people's abs. Yes, and I love this. <laughs> I love that. Um, but they go to dinner. I love how um, it's like typically gays don't eat. I know <laughs> but we're having one big dinner. <laughs> um, so they go and um, you know, Vishal says he's not going to drink, and Rich is like has to leave, and she's like, you know, I'm a little worried about it because I'm not going to be there. But it seems like he doesn't drink. He has like a watermelon non tequila, right? And margarita. shout out, like it was fairly impressive how she didn't lecture him before she left. You know, oh, it no. wasn't those sit down. It was like you know you're left to your own ev- ed- devices. Uh, devices yeah. Sorry, and um, yeah, just you know, Godspeed, basically, trust, yeah. like kind of trusting him. Yeah, I mean, because yeah, and um, he's gonna do what he's gonna do, whether she lectures him or not. Exactly. And as we've said many times, it's it's going to be a, a long journey, right? Um, so then <laughs> Bali was definitely giving, she was talking to Avni about like Brian and like kind of shaded her for just like drinking some random drink. She's like... I wrote that down. I was like, did you, she put, and I've done that. Listen, listen, I have been a couple cocktails in and just (laughs) kind of grabbed something. Yeah. But, but COVID times, it's tough. It's tough watching drink. You've been taught nothing or something (laughs) like that. I think, I think Bali may not be Avni's biggest fan based on what we've seen. Um, she was a little, she seemed a little kind of cranky, I feel like. In Bali this, or Avni? Yeah, Bali did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's going through so much. She is. I would be cranky too. And I would be like crying into my drink. I mean, yeah. just because like, <laughs> that's the way I would be dealing with my stress or, or my stress, or I'd just be drunk, like yelling at someone, <laughs> you know? And so the fact that she's just kind of a little reserved, I want to like say hats off to you, Bali. Absolutely. Bali. Yes. Love that. Um, so then Avni's like, I don't really see it going anywhere. And then. And we're like, obviously. Yeah. Stop. Obviously. Like, let's stop. Like, I wrote, if we can be totally frank, I was like, can we just fucking stop? But then this they do. Line? They just, they stop it. Like, she I talks know. to Brian. Thank God. And it's over. I was like. Brian was so funny, though. She's like, I don't want to hurt you. He's like, I don't get hurt. I, and then yeah. she's like, I don't want to lead you on. He's like, I thought I was leading you on. I'm like, Brian, what's really going on? I know, on here? I know. The, the it felt like the defenses came up a little bit. A little bit, but also, you know, he I think was they his were just like, let's self. just stop playing the yeah. storyline. It's going nowhere. I think nowhere. Brian knew like I don't wanna 
no i don't want to date you long term can we just like no. hook up for a while but she was just like no let's just end it and and yeah. that's all good um so yeah then- let's bring her on and like see who she's dating and stuff like this is what i'm I talking know. about let's like get her authentic she's self like in her late 30s let's do the family you like- know i feel like anisha kind of had that role and we have like kind of an open spot where we can go on someone else's yes. like you know, dating because no one's single. No, that's true. That's true. Well, Monica might be. Yeah. Okay. So speaking okay, TBD, of TBD, uh, I have a lot. To, we just need to kind of piece this let's together. Let's just get into all of the scenes with Monica and Rishi, starting with this one, where it starts with like the whole group talking with Rishi right. and Monica about what's going on. Right. And Bali's like, I'm bored with this. Like, can we just move on? And Rishi's like, and shout out to Bali for being the producer. Yeah, <laughs> Bali. So is we saw Bali like- put on the producer hat and said, "Okay, we're ready to move on. We're ready to move on from this storyline." And shout out to her, pay her a little extra bump. You yes. know what I mean? Yes, <laughs> she gets yes. the bonus of the episode because she wore a couple different hats. She <laughs> moved the Brian thing along. She's oh, moving yeah. storylines. She's, she's doing the most. She is doing the most. Um, so. Did you notice how Rishi was kind of like speaking for both of them to the group a little? One hundred <laughs> and even to the family. And I. Yeah. I I can only speak for myself. That wouldn't work for me. Yeah. He was kind of like, we're rock solid. Monica knows there's no truth to that. Monica's standing right there. And I'm like, Monica can speak for herself, you know, like. I understand. And maybe it is to to play devil's advocate. Maybe she's so emotionally tired. She was maybe like, can you just like speak up for the both of us? Because I'm so fucking over it. Yeah. But you and I are like, that was just devil's advocate. That's not where I am. (laughs) That's not where you are. Yeah. I'm like, let the woman speak. You're, we're just like, and it was hard because like we're talking about both events right the 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 in front of the group of friends and, then, okay, and in front of the, and the family one was tough 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 no that one but then also this little conversation they have at the bar just them monica brings up which we've all been wondering she's like i'm upset about nirja like what's really upsetting me is like why you're not bringing her up and all like of this we said her the role. call is literally coming from inside the house <laughs> it is and this is and like, no one wants to recognize that thing and she said and she monica draws a line she says and what's her name again the the woman nirja okay so which is like i i will say again which is so ironic that they she bleeps out her her the picture you know, yeah. of her in the picture. And she seems and, and, and I think she's gorgeous and such an yeah, Instagram yeah. presence. But like she is out there in the in the oh, social media like world. 30,000 followers on yeah. Instagram last time I checked. Like she's and not so it's like so... not in the public eye. Does that make sense? Like the duality of that? Well, I think part probably it's one. Maybe she wanted to get paid. And oh, good for her. Yes, girl. Cash that but, check. Or it could be that this actually did create quite a bit of drama within the family and she doesn't want to be kind of accountable for that, um, which I'm sort of wondering if that's what it is. Um, 
But Monica's like, I'm not going to speak to her anymore or like break bread with her. I love the breaking bread. When she said the break bread thing, I was like, that's perfect. But like, think about that. That's her Rishi's younger brother's girlfriend, potentially like partner for a long time. Like that's tough. Right. And so and I'm upset. Okay, can I just say I'm upset if Bravo didn't give her a paycheck because we've seen every Tom fucking Dick and Harry oh my God, roll so up true. to all these other fucking shows. Yeah. Like every like sea troll comes out for Jersey out of like the fucking ocean covered in seaweed to that Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> like they'll have people rolling out from the Vanderpump yes. underneath the bar covered in like old lemons you know what i mean and dry vodka you know and they'll pay we don't know what happened okay but i'm just saying if they didn't give her a check (laughs) that makes me upset because they're throwing money left and right at like you know these side characters in the bravo world i want to know from someone who's a producer please dm us like what are the reasons that someone's face would be blurred out Mm. in a bravo show like they're not signing the release like there's not the release is it money is it like what are the different things that could cause that to happen because i i'm not clear on that and And it it, is kind of shady to show the picture of like like the family and then then just her she's blurred out it's like i see i see again i love bravo producers i love bravo producers um so and then monica says i'm not comfortable moving in anymore and we have to talk about the family brushing it and when someone tells me to move on when someone tells you to move on and you're feeling your feelings i'm gonna make a general statement and obviously everything is individual but like i that's the way like i was operated on when i was younger not operated on but operated from yeah and raised with and i am very much not about that well feel the feelings talk things out like recognize if someone's saying i am fucking hurt well yeah i mean and she wasn't even saying that she's like you know i think we should be able to talk about this and the dad's like just move Move on." on and the mom's like oh relationships are hard like it's over now this is not yeah, this is not relationships are hard material, in my opinion. Like, I think what Monica wanted to say, which she wasn't totally saying, was like, can we talk about like the elephant in the room, which is that Nirja is spreading this rumor. And it's like within the, like you said, it's within our house. It's within the family. Like, what is going on here? Like, I feel totally betrayed in by someone who's supposedly like close to me or basically like, kind of a, a future sister-in-law per se in my family system yeah and like so when they go outside and they're talking about it i mean and the biggest Monica's shade like, was, was like can, yeah she's like a second just to add she's like a second mother to me yeah mm-hmm. and it was like you're you know they're not even recognizing and supporting you and you're s- labeling them as yeah. such Sorry, and so they says, go outside. She says, I I don't feel like supported. And it's like, yeah, absolutely. And and Rishi's like, oh, you know, we just want to be private about this. Like there's all these, he says there's all these other people in the room, which I think he's talking about, like they're filming, right? But it's like, Monica's like, that's not good enough. Like I need to know, I know. like this is our relationship. Like we need to talk about this. And 
Rishi, for the first time in all of this, kind of gets a little bit amped up a little. And he says, what else do you want? And that to me was like, it wasn't a like, I understand that this hurts you. And like, how can like, what are some things that we can do to like help you feel better in this moment? Blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, what else do and you want? And the ironic thing, I know the ironic thing is, is Rishi and Brian were talking about how he's going to propose on her birthday. He did not seem interested. And it was like, this is, he it just feels like, like a little a bit of, it seems like pinball a little bit. Yeah. You know, when you're like going like this and the ball's kind of like, wait, like it's bumping here and it's bumping there. And it's like, all of a sudden we're like, He's like, okay, I'm going to like propose and then like kind of not snapping at her, but it's just like trying to brush something under the rug and like just just continuing like continuing on without recognizing. And I feel like it it is feel like it's all over the place a little bit. And this is what happens when we talk about we've talked about on this podcast where you want to go from A to getting married. You know, but mm-hmm. you don't want to go to point A to point B to point C to point D. Yes. Because yeah. you're just trying to look at this bigger picture without yeah. looking because it is like one of, you know, the magic guy. Yeah. You, I've never been able to do it, but it's like, OK, we need to see the magic guy and pull away from the picture so we can see the complete see picture the whole thing yeah. without seeing like the different colors and elements and stuff like that. And that's yeah. when it it's not going to be six like relationships tend to not be successful because you're not dealing with the garbage that's just thrown around because it's like, say like if he gets another DM or something happens or she gets wind, it's like this is all just going to come back in waves. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I think this is Sorry, I just went on a whole thing. It's just like, I feel for her so much because she's like, let's pick up the garbage and put it into the trash can so we can move on and build a life. Well, yes. And I think that, but... You're, I think, I don't think the move is, I need a commitment. You need to, we need to get engaged right away. Yes, yes. But I think he's kind of jumping, being like, yeah, we're going to get engaged and this is just going to move yeah. forward. If Let's not recognize it. Am I seeing it wrong? No, 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 no. I totally see what you're saying. And this is like. I could be seeing it wrong. I could be totally seeing it wrong. I've said this a lot of times on the podcast in different ways. Like for those of you who may not know, like I'm in a long-term relationship, but I'm not married. And I like there's a lot of reasons for that but I think Mm -hmm. one of them is like I've become disillusioned with Mm. like the way pop culture and our society handles like the dream for women to get married and engage like this is our life goal is to do this and I think there's a little bit of that on both sides of that relationship of like well, this is the goal. And if we get there, then everything else is just like, like you said, just like in the trash can, we don't have to consider it anymore. When it's like a real relationship is like, what actually what Rishi's mom was saying is true. Like there's always going to be hurdles that you need to like work through. And we support that. That's true. Yeah. But it's like, they need to work through that hurdle and they're like brushing it under the rug and like, Monica, I think, is trying to work through it a little bit. If I was Monica, I would turn in a little, I don't want to say psycho because that's bad, but I would like break into his phone. Oh, (laughs) no. And I'm not trying to be funny, but like, okay, so I like like, Andrew knows what's going on. Yeah. Andrew knows before we moved out of New York City, I I went through his whole computer. Oh, my God. (laughs) Again, I grew up. 
very in the if you knew my trauma of growing up yeah <laughs> maybe cousin mary goes well, uh-huh, this him. makes sense you told yeah. Him. <laughs> oh yeah I, I went on every like i've said i've i went on every <laughs> vacation with him and his ex-girlfriends went through every photo went oh, through a couple emails God. you know wow. it's like we just got married and i was like <laughs> i just need to but i'm saying i have it in me <laughs> Dude, yes. if I got wind and I was Monica, yeah, I would be like trying to figure out how to break into his Instagram. Like well, I would be, like, I she's would like I have. She says I have all his passwords. Girl, girl. Okay, maybe Indra. later in the season we find out she does go through it. Is that? Wouldn't I know that I sound be? like unwell, but like this <laughs> is just who I am. Like I was the one I'm gonna read your journal if you kept it out, you know? No. Totally. Like I texted you last night. It's like I hate gossip and I love gossip. If I was friends with Giselle on Potomac, <laughs> I would be Karen, like tell me more. I would be eating that shit you up. would oh you and I God. imagine you and I across from Giselle, we would be like, yes. Oh my God. And, and like, more. tell me more like eating the chips just like <laughs> And that's why this. we kind of watch these shows because they are are so yes. popular. You know, we're seeing kind of people tell on each other and gossip. Oh my god! Okay, speaking of this, this auntie drama is real. Okay, so okay, so here's the deal. I yeah. I appreciate there's at least in our Twitter feed there is a lot of anti Lopa stuff. Yeah, and and it warms my heart that Lopa is very complicated. We've said like she, it's very, very complicated, complicated. And, yeah. and I do have. I wrote in my notes that I wish she wouldn't go so hard on Vishal and that he had to be the yeah. butt. Like when he was like, she, the way he says ma and like stuff yeah, like that or mom. Yeah, yeah. But it warms my heart that I, a lone wolf that wants to be a part of the pack, that doesn't make me feel good. What makes me feel mm-hmm. good is when you see the lone wolf joining mm-hmm. the pack and they're all, the wolves are all running together. That warms my heart. And when I saw Lopa auntie hanging out, having eat it like the yes. basket robin spoon like everything <laughs> you know what i mean it's like we don't yes. we I, we gotta not want our women to fail on bravo and we talk about this thing a lot of just like yeah. let's let i'm so glad she's included now how do yeah. you feel i i absolutely agree and you can see that it's so important to her she's like coming she, alive a little bit you know Yeah, she was laughing she was like she was so happy and like Let's okay. Lopa Auntie, very, very like complicated situation. She does not. She does not have the most graceful delivery. I think no. And, but I think a lot, a lot of us of raise our hands and we say yeah. same. You know yeah, what I mean? No. I'll say same. Like I, I don't have a graceful delivery. So it's like I understand. And I think like one thing I noticed too is like she doesn't know how to take or give compliments very easily wow okay go on i'm my eyes are open keep going so like when when Rashmanti invites them over for that dinner and she looks and phenomenal she in we keep in saying she looks dress. incredible yes yeah. and Rashmanti says you look beautiful and lopa doesn't know what to say she doesn't even she can't even say thank you she's like oh well it's just what i had to wear <gasps> you know like and and then like we in love the first you, Lopa episode, Auntie. we see her not being able to like compliment Rishman, her hair and things like that. Like there's something about that social grace that she's just like not really attuned to. And that's just who she is, yeah. you know? 
And I think that, but I think that's something we like prize so much in our society is like, is what say that keep is, going. is like, Oh, I'm going to tell you, you look great. And you tell me yes. I look great. And it's yes. all about how we look and things. And like Lopanti is not here for that. You know, yes. like that's, she doesn't, that doesn't Brass hold tax. currency with yeah, her, yeah. but it does with other people. And so, that makes her a bit of an outsider as well, I think, in some Interesting. ways. Interesting, yes. But like, you know, we've talked about it before. She's had a difficult life. Like, she's had a lot of things working against her and a, tip, a difficult family life, like all sorts of things. Um, so it, w- it did warm my heart to see her hanging out with these women, having 100%. them over to her home, like having like having a good time. Um but what was shocking to me was mm. like, so she says like, you know, Rach Monty said something kind of rude to me. Like I wanted right. to go dance with the people and she was like, oh no, you'll ruin it. Wait, so and- I was, conv- I didn't hear that, but I was taken back. So thank you for giving the detail of like, she wasn't hanging out with Vishal's parents at all um, at the wedding. That Rach Maanti was kind of like ignoring her and they didn't hang out at all. I'm not saying they need no, to be no, like no, no. Rach Maanti and was ignoring Dharma Aunty. Oh, I Brian's thought she mom. I thought she was I thought Dharma Aunty was like, yeah, she ignored me too to Lopa Aunty. No, okay, no, no, I'm, no, I'm no, re, no. Well, re, that okay. Comes, okay, so here's what happens. So then Lopa Aunty says that like, you know, Reshma said something to me about like not dancing with the guys or whatever. And then Darmonty's like, you know what? It's your family and whatever. But yeah. I just have to say that I think Reshma auntie, I think she said she's fake <gasps> and non, How did I miss um, this? A non-emotional woman. I put the clip yikes, up on our yikes, Instagram. Yikes. She, um, so she really likes, I mean, that's like pretty harsh yikes, words, right? Yes. But like, but she says that because. Dharma auntie said that at the wedding, at Vishal's wedding, uh, Reshma auntie just totally ignored her, like didn't even say hi to her or whatever. And like, then we find out later that then Reshma auntie kind of answers. She's like, well, you know, when we had that lunch with Lopa auntie, like Dharma auntie right. was trying to give me advice. And I was kind of like, did I even ask you for advice? And then she cuts her off because she was mad at her. And yeah. I'm like, this is an interesting thing that we've seen a couple times from Reshmanti at this point where she cuts people yeah. out. Um, well, when she doesn't want to hear what she doesn't want to hear. Yeah. She, but she's, she's also done, she's- preaching all this like, I like eye contact and these are the ways yes. that we work through things and whatever. And it's like, but that I love that. I have to say when she was talking to Vishal, I was yeah. like, I, my heart was like, it, it was soaring the way she talked to him about it. So that like feeling emotions and being emotional, not being scared to be emotional. Okay. I'm very interested in hearing you say that. And I wanted to ask you because I know that you are like, right now even studying like addiction counseling Mm -hmm. and how we talk to each other and things like this um so i yes i got that sense i also felt and i don't know if you notice this Mm. i felt like she was cutting him off wow yes keep going like over he was trying to say some things about how he was feeling and i noticed her cut him off at least once or twice and kind of be like this is what you need. And he the, was trying let's to just be honest. explain. This is her. It, it appears from the little we've seen of their relationships. This yeah. is what we've. Now it's now my gears are going. Yes. And this is what we've seen. Yeah. They 
and I don't want to call it handholding because I feel like part of the tagline of like what Vishal is with these women in his life with Richa uh with his mom, with his mom with Lopa, with Lopa is he's he's it's like an infantile you know stage of like he mm-hmm. needs to be told like he can't drink he needs to be you know handheld a little bit and yeah. and it's just like it does play into that right well i think he's in a stage now where i think he's trying to claim a little bit more of his own like yes. self-worth and like, like have some agency over exactly and i think part he was trying to say to his mom like he was literally trying to be like i'm trying to figure out like why i feel the need to drink in social situations and he was like well i think i know what it is and he was like gonna try and say it and Rach Monty just cuts him off and is like, oh my gosh, you need uh, AA, you need therapy, we need to talk through these things, blah, 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 which are all good things. Well, I think I was just seeing what I wanted to see. And so thank you for pointing that out. Yes, yeah. I can see I, it now. I actually, maybe, maybe I was just seeing that. I, I would love our listeners to chime in on that mm-hmm. and let us know like what you think, what you saw, because... I was all I was noticing, the thing I was focused on was how I felt she wasn't really listening to him and he mm-hmm. was he was in this very vulnerable moment his eyes were of, red he looked he like he was telling gonna cry his mom i have a drinking problem yeah. like this is a huge conversation and I, and i don't and i think she said a lot of really nice supportive things to him but i'm just wondering if she really listened to him okay yes so, i'm not trying to like villainize rish monty no no um and i do think that like some of the words that were spoken about her were kind of harsh. And actually, Bali and Amrith took to in, to Twitter to respond to say, like, Bali was like, if anyone spoke about my mom like that, like, you know, I don't know what I would do. And Amrith was like, I'm the same. Like, yeah, there's a line drawn in the sand in this group between this auntie drama. You can tell there are the people who like Lopa and the people don't like but defend Lopa yeah the people who defend Reishmanti I think the Reishmanti side is gonna be Vishal obviously because that's his mom yeah <laughs> um, Bali Amrit um I and then I think on the other side of that debate of either questioning Reishma or being on Lopa's side is um like the rest of the group, like Brian and some other people. Um, That's the sense I'm getting. I think it's really interesting because I was noticing the, you know, the intro, like with the music and the pictures flashing. Yeah, yeah. If you look, it looks like the majority of them are aunties. And so that's what I like appreciate is like we're really (laughs) getting into like you like to say the minutia of Mm -hmm. these complicated relationships of women of a certain age. And it's not just like, oh, these are their kids. It's like, oh, their kids are so, are familial too. Like they have such ties that are deeper than this show. Yeah. And the thing I've always loved about Bravo is like Bravo highlights complicated women. Yeah. And And these are some of the most complicated complicated women. Complicated women. And their stories, just where they come from and how they got to where they are now are so, it's so different from so many other stories. And we have these women that, you know, are, have come to America who are women of color who have had to like, who have their own businesses, who have had to, 
you know, $23 million deals. Fuck, perform a certain way. And it's like, and then if you act too much like this, you're a hardened bitch. You know what I mean? And whereas like we have these people like, you know, uh, who's the one? Craig, you know, on Van, not Vanderpump, (laughs) but like Winter House and Southern uh, Charm. Southern Charm. I was going to say Southern Hospitality, where he gets to act like a doofus and not be labeled so many. Exactly. You know, so many negative like words. And, and you know what's so interesting about that too is like, Reshma and Lopanti are pretty similar. Wow, in a I was lot of ju- when you were going to say that, I was thinking the same thing when you started that. I was like, yeah, they are. Yeah. Like, these are two women who are like boss bitches in yeah. their fields, you know? Like, yeah. Lopanti's killing it. Like, in her, I'm, I can't remember exactly what she does, but. Raish Monty's like making multi, multi million dollar yeah. deals in real estate. Like these yeah. women are like power women in their yeah. fields. 100%. And they, and so what was it on Potomac recently when Mia and Wendy fought and someone oh was God. like, when, when two At women who are used to always being right <gasps> and yes! leaders start to Good fight. Call. That's yes. like, it reminded me of that, of like Lopanti and Reshmanti are both used to being like yeah. the top of their game, maybe the only women in their arenas of where they work. So really mm-hmm. having to defend themselves extra in that role. And so when you put those two personalities together, like it's just gonna, you would think maybe they'd see a little bit of each other in, e- yeah. in each other, but it's like the opposite effect or something. Yeah, you know? it literally is like an Alice in Wonderland. We're seeing like the red queen and what's the, yeah. the white queen? You know what yes. I mean? We're seeing the two queens mm-hmm. come together and they're in, I, I remember in Alice Through the Looking Glass, they don't get along, you know, because yeah. it's like they're they're the... And and we see this, you know. Uh, I've never seen House of Dragons or oh, Game so of Thrones, good. but I'm I'm assuming that we have this in a Game of Thrones situation. Oh yeah, you know? and um, it is a special thing with women. I think, unfortunately, yeah. I think it's part of the patriarchal system we live in. Hundred percent, women against one another when they are winning. And we do look at other franchises and you and I have talked a lot about that is like Lisa Vanderpump was at the top and she was going to do whatever it took to like to stay there. Yeah, she she took Brandy under her wing. You know what I mean? She and then she took uh, Kyle, Kyle, not so much. But yes, Kyle, you know, little sister energy. Yeah. And the second you she got pushed off the top. Yeah. Which she was just like, I'm done because she's it's like, like I'm destroying this relationship. Yeah, now. because I even yeah. hear about like she's on the Trixie Mattel show too. She oh. comes in. Yeah, she's in the first episode. But but when oh I God, think I of like to watch I know. this show, <laughs> when I think of I was thinking about Lisa and I'm sorry I'm going off on a tangent, but I was yeah. like thinking about Lisa's relationships. And I do believe she has like adult relationships, of course. Yeah. You know, we've seen her bring it into Vanderpump or whatever, but she does have these like 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 Lance Bass, you know, yeah. of NSYNC, of like, this is my gay friend. And, you know, yeah. I get to be the token, like, like boss bitch. Like, yeah, I hate yeah. using that word, but like restauranteer. I, I, I hate you that know I what said I mean? it earlier, too. <laughs> yeah, but I'll just, we'll just use it because for uh, we, we're just yeah. too brain fried with the holidays yeah. to think of something else. And like, and like the same thing I was seeing with kind of Trixie, you know, is like, 
she's like, oh, I'm like Lisa Vanderpump. I get to come in here and be like, mm-hmm. oh, do you know how much it takes to like, and then she lists off. She's like, I've done 32 restaurants and ba 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 and owned all this stuff. And it's like, she got to be the expertise and mm-hmm. that's where she shines. And that's why like we saw a different side of Lisa as the mm. tallest poppy on Vanderpump because it's like that's how she wants to see herself is like the yes. godfather you know yes. what I mean yeah. and we have these two godfather situations you yeah. know and these two women yeah they're, they're you know it's like they're it's gonna bump heads absolutely and I think so I mean I think what happened on this episode is complicated like I'm seeing it, I was so interested actually I put a poll up on Instagram to ask people what they thought of what Dharma mm. Auntie said, saying she's fake and non-emotional about Reshma. And I asked, like, do you agree with Dharma Auntie? Most people said yes, um, but almost an equal amount of people said no. And then a lot of people said they weren't sure. And I saw Good. some of the names who said yes <gasps> and unsure. Did they have blue checks by oh, their cast members, family yeah. members? I'm not going to reveal anything. Obviously. But, um, I think it's hard it because I feel like when you say a woman is fake, people's inclination is to say yes. You know what I mean? I feel like just because we get the yeah, weight, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because like we're talking about, you know, women get laid bi- labeled bitches and if you're yeah. tough and it's like, oh, she's so fake. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like used more connected to, I feel like women yeah. versus oh, yeah. like I've never Brad heard Pitt. a man ever be called Brad fake. Brad Pitt never saying he's life. fake. Remember we were talking about with the brand and Angelina <laughs> stuff and it's like Angelina's so fake. And then we fi- we found out that Brad like fucking like kind of oh, beat up God. her and her kids in the plane. Oh my God. Don't even get me started on Do you Brad know what Pitt I mean? Being impervious to... Any and now press. he's romping around with a 29 year old oh, and everyone you know? is loving it and they've forgiven him completely tom cruise i know tom cruise Men in scientology always get a free pass it's so true and it's just like yeah i think that's a really good point is like i'm just saying that's one point i'm not saying if i believe it or not but i'm just saying it's just so hard no. to be a woman and especially like these women on Bravo, they're baking, breaking boundaries for the complications yeah. that they're showing. But in the same sense, like the audience, like we always say, it comes fucking throws down the gauntlet on on these women. Yes. It's like yes. you show a little bit of vulnerability or, or this side of you. Yeah. And the audience is just so quick to be like, well, she's just a fucking bitch. Yeah. Oh, yes. It's so easy. Or like she's fucking fake. Yeah. And have you... you and you notice how in our language we have a very specific word. Thank you, Indra. For yes, women keep going. That puts them down in a very certain way. We don't have the same word for men. No. And calling calling someone a C word is considered worse than calling someone a dick. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And I so that it's just something to pay attention to. Um, what did you think about at the parents' dinner? when they were all at Reshmanti's house, the Parvani's, like the conversation around Vishal's drinking and like the not getting married yet and all Oh my of God, this Lopa stuff. Auntie's reaction. I, I, could you believe she didn't know? I was surprised that she didn't know. And I want to say is like Lopa Auntie has been with uh, Richa when Richa is at her wit's end. They yeah. seem like they have a really close relationship. And so... I just want to say, of course, she's going to be protective of her daughter because she's seen their worst moments through her daughter's lens. Yes. 
100%. But her eyes lit up. Like, yeah. Um, it was, well, uh, I see both sides. I think it's interesting. Vishal said something that I could see is like she's holding this over my head. Yeah, yeah. And 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 Richa said, "No, I'm not." But it's like, uh, maybe you are a, a little, little bit. bit. Yeah. Um. Like uh, to me, I feel like it's more. It's it's not just about the drinking. Like there's maybe some like larger things in their relationship that they're of still course through. Yeah. Like I think that they've probably signed the marriage certificate at this point. I'm not like hundred percent. And why don't we have them on together, watch like, what happens live? You know. To, yeah. Like, it's like. I feel like they're that's all, you know, whatever. Like Rich's wants and needs in this situation though, I think it's like it's not so simple as she wants him to stop drinking and then she'll sign the marriage license. Like she has other concerns and things too, and I do feel like what she said at the dinner about like she said to everyone, she's like we've all been working so hard for Vishal mm-hmm. to be healthy. Mm-hmm. And this is like crumbling. Like this is coming yeah. all down from this. And I think that she like really wanted to like have some people who have been there close to them to talk mm-hmm. about it. When Vishal was like, don't talk about this stuff with our parents, which is like, they need to know. Cause like we're in this as a family and I, and this is where I wanted your perspective from the addiction, like counseling mm-hmm. perspective is like, is it important for the whole family to like really kind of be on the same page when supporting someone who's like entering their journey to recovery? I think like it's so hard to make like in statements about people should do this and this and yeah. this. You know what I mean? Because it's like addiction. So everyone's story is so particular. I yeah. would hate to be like, well, everyone should do this. You know, every yeah. that's like being like everyone should do like blah, blah, blah. But I do think it's interesting because like just like understanding like the South Asian community and the family. Yeah. It's it, it's interesting because it's very Italian too. It's like uh, you spend so much time around each other, but there are things that like Italians never just talk don't about. talk about. Yeah. And sometimes I feel like with my own family, you bring stuff up and it's like we can't, we, they just want to brush it under the rug, you yeah. know? And so it was- And that's for, what we were seeing at Rishi's house. That's yeah. what we were seeing at Rishi's house. Go it's on. It's a lot of keeping up appearances and stuff yeah. like that. And, um, but I think, I mean, I think- it, I, I think I'll just talk from a mother. I would want to know. Yeah, absolutely. Right? You know, I would want to know just because it's like, uh, you know, it, it's like he hasn't hit rock bottom. And again, I don't know. Maybe he 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 consider he has. Yeah. And to prevent like to help support before you hit rock bottom, mm-hmm. because it's like maybe you make a bad decision and you get in a car like you, you, you and your wife know about it. And it's like, yeah. oh, and then he made this bad decision. It was like life threatening. You know what yeah. I mean? Or whether it's getting in a car, whether I'm not saying they're driving drunk or doing all these things. No, yeah. Just or he's example. in the hospital because of like Crohn's disease and yeah. alcohol, you know? And yeah. it's like, well, why didn't you tell me? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and that being said, um, I, I think, I think it's like, it could have been a discussion before, you know, mm-hmm. but I think it's, it's, it's enlightening and it's, I like seeing the emotions come out and where the conversation goes. You know yeah, what I mean? And and I it, thought, yeah. Rich is in pain. And Vishal's yeah, in pain. They both are. And I did feel like everyone at that table was being supportive. Even Lopant, even though her delivery can yeah. be a little harsh sometimes. She was listening to Vishal and she, you know, she said, so what are you doing to change? Like, are you trying to change around drinking? And he was like, yeah. And this is like, 
in social situations, particularly, I'm trying to figure this out. And, and he says, like, I did feel really supported at the end of that dinner, like, and yeah. relieved. And so that was, like, really nice to see, I thought. And yeah, um, and I think yeah. it, 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 there's like, we've talked about the stigmatization, you know, there's a stigma around addiction. And yeah. when you talk about it with like people, it kind of like the the stigma is no longer like as weighted, you know, it's not yeah. so much of a stigma. And going through something like that alone, I believe like it takes a community to go through something yeah. like that. I believe it just takes a community to get through life. But like with something that's serious. Yeah, you need and support something, from the people you love. Yeah. And it's not like you're like not around any alcohol, like especially no, on yeah. a reality show where At, drama on Bravo, is on Bravo. On Bravo. And, I, yeah. and speaking of, I saw that Ashley is going out with someone from Winterhouse. Oh, or Luke. Who oh, is yeah. he? Is, is he like he a long time? from Summer House. How long has he been on the show? He's been on Summer House for like three or four seasons. Wow. Is he a he's good like guy? He's like the lumberjack man from Minnesota. Who, and he goes to the Hamptons? <laughs> he's gotten like named hottest man on Bravo like several times. Like, He's a very good looking guy. His oh personality God. is a little wanting. Oh, okay. <laughs> is it a little dim? A little dim? Uh, a little dim. No, he's not dim. He's he's a little like he's he's very pretentious and doesn't realize he knows it. how hot he is. Well, he it's not even just that. It's like he's always like trying to be like, oh, I love to do all these things. I'm like an artist and blah, blah, blah. Uh. And it's like. Stop taking yourself so seriously. That's what it does is. he live Stop in? Taking does he live in like so Brooklyn seriously. and makes furniture kind of shit? Yes, exactly. Are you serious? He lives in Brooklyn. He lives in New York somewhere, and I think he makes jewelry. He's a jack Shut of all up. trades. He's a jack of all trades. He's a Renaissance man. He's a Renaissance man, and he's hot. And Ashley is hot. That's the thing. After that, like Lord of the Rings troll, like we need. <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, my baby is waking up, so okay, I need to so go soon. But let's see, what else is there? Okay, the designer who sees Amrit and I Nicholas. I love this. More of this. I want to see every stage. So were they picking out twenty-seven outfits? I know. And then it's like, so are you picking out thread used in the fabric, and they're going to create the fabric? Fabric that threads, is wild. They make it for you, custom sizes. See, this like, is this why is how you like, get Indian clothes. Like this is like something we've never seen on Bravo. Like fuck all these like rich women Gucci, like doing yeah, couture whatever, and yeah. like whatever. It's like we're literally seeing the couture house. <laughs> yes, you know what I mean. The nuts and, and bolts of the couture house. And can you? Can I tell you how much I loved Nicholas's uh, PowerPoint presentation? Oh, yes. <laughs> Have him organ. Like he should be an organizer. He should. Oh my gosh! Like it was amazing. I I loved it. Um. What else is there? Uh. Brian goes on a date with a woman who. And he's like, I love ASMR videos. And oh, she's like, my, my six-year-old nephew does too. <laughs> and he's like, I got to move out. So he's looking for yes. places. Okay. The, uh, the There was also the second auntie dinner with Reshma auntie right, and, and I, Chitra and Lavina auntie. And um, and that's the two, TBD or yeah. TB, to be continued, TBC. But we did see them all get together. And it Reshma was like, you know... Uh, what is it? Lavina says like they bring up the thing about Dharma auntie feeling slighted at the wedding. Right. And she, Lavina auntie's like, are you going to meet with her? And she's like, I don't know. 
And so she's kind of ignoring her, which kind of goes back to this whole thing around like cutting people off when you don't want to deal with them a little bit. And then, um, but we see in the next time that like Lavinanti is going to feel uncomfortable like talking about it and everything. Because like, Reshmanti and Lavina auntie are friends and their sons are best friends. Well, and that's the thing is, I'm like, why does Lavina auntie, why is she leaving? Like, how does it all go to her leaving? Well, I feel like Reshmanti wasn't there and maybe she's the only one speaking for her or oh, wow. like speaking up for her. And she feels like, but it's like, don't come after Lavina auntie. No, she, we need candles. <laughs> we need like these saint candles with her. Oh my on gosh! Them. Absolutely, the, like, like her holding Theo. Oh my god! Oh my god! Put <laughs> that, I get that put on, that a on my desk. That oh I can my drink gosh! My Seriously, it, it's like talk about like peace and like having like some sort of like like just like calming the central nervous system as you like take a sip oh out of that. Oh my god! One hundred percent. That's why I'm like, why are they coming after her out of all the fucking people? That was seriously my feeling at the end. I was like, out yeah. of, I'm not saying any of them deserve it, but I'm like, no. she is like. She like, is like holy. You know what exactly. I mean? Like she's like she's like a saint if there ever was one. Yes. Okay, baby is crying. Okay, let's I wrap this a, up. Let's wrap this up. Everyone, next episode of Family Karma is January 1st, so we will have a recap after that. Is it that. really on January 1st? It is. So it's a week from Sunday. Um and, we won't and have take a care of yourself. Self-care. Yes. Be kind. Uh, best wishes be kind to, all to yourself. Of you. Be kind to yourself. Just be really as we kind for the new year. And um, and you're not the only one struggling. I know I sound really negative, but just like you're no, you're yeah. not the only one struggling. Like like the holidays are hard. You know who needs to hear that? Me. <laughs> so. Indra, I'm here. <laughs> um, I'm ready to put one of those, uh, you know, the the coffee cans and just throw it over and be like at night, just talk into it with the yeah. string with you. Yeah, I I'm here it. for whatever you need. If you need me to come over. Yes. So I, I hear babies all baby, baby, baby. You tell me when I will. And yeah. And, you know, for anyone out there who may also be having a DM, DM the Instagram. Yeah. Tell us what the fuck you're doing. Like, you know, like yeah. for the holidays, if it's something South Asian, how about can, we'll post it like tag us in your yes. tag us in your holiday photos. If actually, if you're just a fucking family karma cast fan, tag us, yeah. we'll put it in our stories. Right. Well, yeah. highlight yeah. fun stuff you're doing, not so fun stuff, stuff you've made, whatever. Totally. Is that fair? And now is the time on social media to push for more episodes and a yes. fucking reunion for this show. So please tag Bravo, like make some noise. We'll be doing it on tag our page. Tag us like, and Bravo. Repost our things in your stories. Like I hear baby doll. Okay, we gotta go. Okay. <laughs> Namaste. Love you all. Namaste, Namaste bitches. bitches.